Okay, so I want to take just a minute and introduce you to the people who listen to the podcast. So you're the one they call Brent, right? I get, did I get that right? Yep, I'm Brent. And what do you do, Brent? I am your assistant. So how do you assist me? I basically do your schedule, your and emails. Laundry. Definitely not that. You don't do my laundry? No. So how long do you hope to work for me? Like forever? Forever. Do you feel so like this is permanent? Yes. So this is it? I'm here for the long run. So this is, so <laughs> this is like if we look at the arc of your life, this is, this is the, the peak. Top. This is my peak. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> everybody and welcome to the pre-accident podcast i am your host todd conklin welcome i'm glad welcome to the pod man glad you're here so that was brent you got to hear brent a little recording of brent um because i wanted you to hear brent there's been a big change in the uh podcast headquarters if you will and it's a sad change and so i want to take a moment and just kind of share um part of what happened so for the last three or four years um, I've had a, a wonderful lady helping me, um, answering phone calls and and answering emails and scheduling stuff and and coordinating workshops and all you know all the stuff that you have to do. And I'm just bad at that stuff. I, I'll never be that organized person. I'm just not that guy. And her, her name was Leslie. Leslie Hinton. Um, what a wonderful, wonderful human being. Well, unfortunately. And quite sadly and quite suddenly, Leslie passed away. Um, she was feeling kind of poorly, got up in the middle of the night, moved to her chair, and died. And uh, and that's a, that's a lesson for all of us. I mean, there's a lesson for all of us. Number one is um, don't hesitate to call for help. That's really an important part of thinking about it. Nobody's that strong or brave. You can get some help, and it's okay. And I think the more important second lesson is how fragile life is and how short our journey is uh, with each other and how we should appreciate every single part of it, every single part of the day, even when it gets icky and tough and the airline's four hours late and they're mean to you. Still think about the fact that um, it's not forever because you're not forever. So hug the people that are with you, and if you feel bad, um, follow up on it. I think that makes a huge difference. And... She was a wonderful, wonderful friend, and she was great. And she was a huge part of of all the stuff that we did together, at least for the last four years or so. And Brent's going to step in and take her place. And I wanted you to meet him because he's kind of the new voice. and He's funny. He's really funny. He's kind of shy. And so if you can put a shy person on the podcast, well, don't miss a chance to do that. Although that is not the problem today. Today is not going to be a shy person on the podcast day. Because today we're going to talk to the ever effervescent Charles Major. You know, if you remember my New Year's resolutions, you know that I want Sam, uh, sorry, I, I want Charles Minor to meet Charles Major. I don't know if Sam is coming in there. I also know Sam Minor. It's, it's a long story. So Charles Major um, wanted to talk to us about a couple things. One is he wanted to talk about um, HPRCT, which we talk about. I mean, that's a good thing to talk about. But I really was more interested in the fact that his organization tripled in size 
basically overnight. And I'm wondering how he scales things like human performance, new view of safety, culture, uh, operational excellence, all the things that he does for a living. So I really tried to dig in on that as much as I could. But we do talk about HPRC. It's in Colorado Springs this summer. You'll hear all the dates. Um, you should maybe think about going. It might be worth going. Uh, the last one I went to was quite, was quite controversial. I got I got attacked kind of. I mean, it's, I, I got cornered. I got cornered hard. I got cornered by very angry people who told me I was wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. Which, you know, a lot of people tell me I'm wrong. So that's not that unusual. But maybe it'll happen again. So uh, that is going to be uh, this summer. But until now, we're in the spring. Which, if you know anything about the part of the world I live in, this is the best time in the whole world. Because this is when we start transferring stuff outside. So now, we're living outside. Well, you know, it's on the cusp a little bit. But... The outdoor TV's blaring away. Dinner starts to go outside every night. And we start hanging out and talking and sitting on the furniture outside. And it is my favorite time in New Mexico. Spring, summer, fall, mostly outdoor times, which I like a lot, a whole lot. And, you know, no humidity, no bugs. Not rubbing it in, just saying no humidity, no bugs. So it's a little bit easier. Well, now we should get into the podcast because there's lots to cover. So without any further ado, let's uh, let's welcome Charles Major back to the podcast to talk about two things, HPRCT, and how do you scale safety, culture, and operations in a big way quickly? Really? It's not going to take some more than five minutes? I wouldn't think so. Let's find out. What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to talk about HPRCT.org, the premier human performance conference. Oh, so it's a premier. I don't think I can do anything in five minutes. Seriously, I'm, I'm thinking it takes me five minutes to walk across the room. I agree. I've seen you walk across the room. It's not because I'm a bad walker. It's just that I talk to everyone. I'm like Barry. I'm, um, if you don't connect with people, then you haven't done it correctly. I agree. So we just did a workshop for you guys. Um, what was your impression? What did you think? Well, it was incredible for us. I mean, we had planned on not just trying to learn and promote uh, you and the concepts within our company, but learn and promote with the other people. So having people here from Denmark, uh, oil and gas, that was exactly the kind of thing that we needed to help move us forward because uh, we just expanded about a year ago, about three times larger. So this is taking our new leadership team and starting those guys off right and kind of laid the ground that, it's not just some kind of crazy idea that Todd thought up or I thought up, uh, but there's really major, major companies out there doing this. How do you, you expand it? You're three times the size. What are you doing? I mean, how, how do you scale stuff up times three? Well, it's definitely a different uh, kind of game because usually we, we knew all the players. Yeah. Uh, we knew exactly where to go when we had a problem and who to talk to, and we knew where the problems were going to come from. Uh, but now we're now that we're three times bigger and have a company that's uh, – has about six different cultures instead of just ours. Uh, we're trying to figure out how the, where all the leaders are laying. And they're all laying different about what just culture is, predetermination, all those things. So we're all getting on the same page at the same time. What surprised you? Uh, what surprised me about this transition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. N not just or life, <laughs> life in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we were fantastic operators, and it turns out that, daggone it, we are. Uh, it just it just turns out that maybe there are other people who are really good operators. So 
we have been very pleasantly surprised about uh, how good they run the assets, but then totally blown away by the attitude because, uh, you know, with this merger, uh, they're now trying to adopt and, and do things the way that we've done them. And that doesn't always feel real good. Yeah. that Yeah. In many ways, it's a big, ugly mirror held up to you. I mean, it must be hard to watch some of your processes happen in front of you. And it's it's also difficult uh, when we start walking down a path and find out that we weren't the only people who could do it right, and maybe they've done it better. So uh, that's been a learning curve for us. And, uh, you know, we're a Texas-based company, and we uh, are now from Maine to California. And, you know, just last week we had the op- open and honest comment that, hey, there are people who do things right that don't live in Texas. So uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe you said that and lightning didn't hit you. Well, but I like the fact that this humility is, I mean, it's it's what, you know, Edgar Schein talks about humble inquiry. And this is truly, it's it's almost like it's a system-focused humility. That's, part, that's, that's actually a really good lesson. What else do you learn? I mean, what, what hints would you give anybody who's on about to go on a journey like this that you learned? The projector's going to explode. Let me say about the humility and kind of address that thing at the same time is that, you know, with with Barry Boswell from the beginning, when when we were going to go through this transition, McKinsey came in and said, hey, we got to set what parameters, what measures, uh, what standards we're going to have. And from the very beginning, Barry said, how can we interface with the people that we're going to buy? How can we get their input to find out what they want this to look like, what they were already working on instead of coming in with a mandate? So from the very beginning, as much as was legally possible and maybe a little beyond, uh, we, were, we were collaborating on what the future looked like. Instead of it being a mandate coming out of our company only, it became a, a shared joint concept. So you guys co-created really the future for that transition. That's cool. So tips? And for where we couldn't. And where we couldn't work together, we created what our best practice was and then came and said, share with you our best practices. So as much as possible, we had their leadership team in early. And as much as possible, we said, we're not going to disrupt your your organization and your processes in the beginning. We want you to continue to run well. We want to understand what positions and values you guys hold before we come and try to change those values and positions. That totally is this the sort of Edgar Schein humble inquiry. Wow, that's cool. It's cool to watch it pay off. So what's the future hold for you? Well, it's looking pretty good right now. So if you look back on the year that we've had, and we've been sprinting for two years to try to put this thing together, uh, with the company that we acquired, uh, it turned out to be their safest year in history. So of all the years that they've been doing this, um, we got results that uh, were beyond what they've attained before. And then financially, uh, also the best year the the, com- the companies have had. So wonderful payout there. But having the people work together, our concept is one team. And that that's our number one goal. We think everything else will fall together after we have one team. Sweet. So tell me about HPRCT because uh, clearly you think everyone needs to go to it because you really are aligned that way. So I hear you. I'm, I'm not pushing back. I want to know why is HPRCT exciting and why should we go? Tell me everything. So the deal here, Todd, is that if you want to go with the biggest and the best, then, you know, you're going to be us. 
The thing is, this is our 25th anniversary. I don't know if you knew that. No, really? Silver bait. So is it going to be cake? 25 years. Is it going to be cake? I will have a silver cake there. All right. I will, I will make sure there is a silver cake there. So 25 years, and I don't know, you probably know the great history of, of HBRCT, but uh, some people not, may not. You know, it began with the people who were uh, kind of carrying the torch for this for many years, uh, you know, the nuclear kind of industry. And uh, it's grown beyond uh, those confines. So it got into other utility companies, uh, then oil and gas, some medical in the last few years, more and more kind of aviation. So as it started off, HPRCT, possibly the dumbest uh, acronym for an organization, uh, that's human performance, root cause, and trending. So this was these kind of uh, HRO, kind of high-risk uh, organizations getting together and saying, what can we learn uh, you know, to prevent and mitigate uh, events? So what, what can we do when these things happen? What trending could we possibly have that would be predictive in nature uh, to help reduce uh, the number of events and then also the, the impacts of when those events happen? Uh, we've, in the last few years, taken in uh, formally HRO, or resilience engineering, uh, taken in those groups. So we've had an infuse of uh, those kind of thought uh, leaders and processes over the last two years. Which is actually kind of cool. I mean, new blood makes a difference, and they're really, I really like the way those resilience guys think and talk. And it's, it's a great match for us because uh, they tend to uh, be more academic in nature. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have that academic uh, piece that many of us lack. We were just doing it as practitioners because it seems like it kept working. And they're coming in with the academic piece and in some cases are in search of the practical application. So it, it's, it, for us, it's the opportunity to take maybe what they're doing, have a little uh, Reese's Peanut Butter marriage and get together and share uh, a place where they could actually put into practice those academic thought processes. Who's who's speaking? Who's going to be on the docket, on the agenda? Am I saying it right? Agenda? On the schedule. The agenda. The memo. Do you have a memo on the agenda? Yeah, the memo on the agenda. Uh, on the agenda, um, you know, it's it's a it's a who's who's list. Best uh, conference possibly ever. Uh, Rob Fisher, um, uh, our old friend Rob Fisher. Uh, we're going to have uh, Bert Logmallon. I really like. Have you met him? I have met. He's him. really you know cool. Bert? Yeah, really know, well. I didn't know you knew Bert. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Uh, he, he's been on the podcast. I didn't. I did not remember that. He's a friend of the pod. Yeah. So I, I met him at an HRO conference uh, in Washington D.C. a few years ago. Um, knows his stuff. Can work a crowd. Uh, look forward to the things he's going to be able to pull off. Did he use his Lego slides? Uh, yes. Yes, we did have the Lego slides, and he's going to do some interactive learning activities with us. And I think he kind of specializes in that. Are you familiar with the staff ride process? Very much so, yeah. That's out of the force service. Right. So, yeah, came out of the military. So he's he's going to do a staff ride workshop for us. Um, and I've, I've seen him do that before in the past. And it, it's a very interesting process um, to pull that off. So You haven't heard his podcast? No. So when he did his podcast, he said, I've known him a long time. He He called in and he said, before we get started, there's a bomb in the art gallery. So if I leave, I've gone to go remove a bomb. And I said, well, you know, we don't have to do the podcast. And I said, oh, no, it's fine. It's a bomb. 
They'll call me when they need me. <laughs> it was so interesting. And then we made it all through the all the way through the podcast. I don't know if I don't actually know how that ends. I'll have to ask him. So I thought I knew Bert, but you're saying he actually removes bombs on the side. Yeah, he's a fire chief. Oh. Okay, wow. He's a fire chief at like Utrecht. He's just, he's got a big job. And how'd you meet him? Uh we spoke together at a meeting in Amsterdam. Right. Don't you speak at meetings in Amsterdam where they have plausible deniability brownies? <laughs> I go anywhere there's plausible deniability brownies. And speaking of which, Ty, that's funny you would say that. As HBRCT conferences in Colorado this year. That's a whole state of plausible deniability brownies. At the famous Colorado Springs. I mean, it can't get any better. So you could, wait, wait, Where is it located in Colorado Springs? What's the name of that place? Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, no. I'll look it up and tell people. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that. But is that... You can go out and enjoy nature with the brownie. I think it's a combo thing that we had planned up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to work out. So you're saying to enjoy the brownies while you're at HPRCT. You know what would be really great is if one of the breaks, you served those brownies but didn't mark them like that. Okay. I'm now writing brownies on break. Got it. So we'll do that. Um, So you know Riz from DOE? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So Riz will be there. Uh, it's going to do some interactive uh, stuff about making the connection between human performance, uh, HRO, RE, and RCA. So that's the theme of this year's conference is making connections. So what's exciting about that is because we've always wanted to connect these practitioners with thought process leaders, uh, uh, consultants out in the field, bring in leaders every few years, even at the CEO level. Uh, to make those connections, and then also make the connections that we see often between the good things going on and all the fields uh, representative. So not only are we bringing together all these industries who have a different kind of slant need uh, for the learning, uh, but also these people who come from traditionally different thought processes together into one area where we can learn and share. So we're going to do things different this year to facilitate that. Uh, we're going to have tabletop discussions, break up the large room uh, into tables uh, uh, where then go around and have conversations for 15 or 20 minutes per table and do some rotation thought processes, uh, putting together uh, a TED Talk, have it a poster session where people can talk. So we're going to have a lot more interactive uh, connectivity than we've had in the past. Uh, Shane Bush. you know Shane Bush? T. Shane Bush. I do. T. Shane Bush. T. Shane Bush. Uh, so Shane to be there. Uh, not only speaking for us, uh, but also doing a workshop at the end. So the way the conference works, we have three days of beautiful conference in, in wonderful Colorado Springs, starting on June 18th, that's a Tuesday, uh, and then the 19th and the 20th. And then on that last day, we have the workshop. It's kind of a separate deal, so you have a choice to go to it or not. And then you hang around for the weekend, which most people uh, find themselves doing. We're going to have Todd Conklin there. Uh, you've probably met Todd, and he'll be there uh, speaking for us on the last day of the conference, which is June 20th. I'm sorry to hear that. Did they make you take him? Uh, well, he, it's kind of a package deal. If you want brownies in Colorado, you got to take Todd. <laughs> so it, it all came at one kind of deal. Uh, Bob Edwards, you probably have heard of Bob. I think Robert I Edwards, yeah, the big Bob. Yeah, I've known him. Probably been on the podcast. Several. Uh, so uh, he'll be there actually doing a workshop for us. So it'll be one of our last day workshop guys. Uh, so kind of delve into uh, the secrets of uh, learning teams. We'll delve into that for us. Sounds good. 
And how do they register? I can't even talk. How do they register? Well, the best way, Todd, is go to hprct.org. That's hprct.org. Got it? That is correct. Uh, and then you'll see uh, kind of a, the, the draft agenda as it sets up there. Uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of the general sessions, but there are in the afternoon uh, six or seven uh, different workshops or breakout sessions that people can get into. So there's a lot of choice and a lot of ability to get into different rooms with uh, different people and learn a lot. Sounds great. Thanks for doing this. It's a lot of work, isn't it? It's a heck of a lot of work for a volunteer organization, so I can't say enough about the volunteers that we have uh, to put this on. You know, it's a growing thing. Uh, we've been reaching out, so uh, almost doubled in size in the last five years. And What are your numbers now? Uh, about 220, 230. That is way bigger than I remember in the old days. The old days it was when they had it in Monterey all the time, really small. Yeah, Monterey is kind of a hard place uh, somehow to get to and then expensive for some people. But, you know, as we broke out um, to other industries beyond just those nuke kind of industries and utilities, uh, we see a lot of good response. So the invitation's wide open? Yeah. And if if you didn't have a chance, didn't know about it uh, to submit a paper or anything this year, please go out to HPRCT. Uh, click get on our newsletter that will that will put your email in a position so that when we send out our next call for papers uh, we can have you out because we want to again move more toward this being a practitioner led thing so man there's so many great companies doing great things out there innovative on the on the on the on the edge that we need to know about and share so uh, please if you're listening to this and you know you think you have a good program man share it because that's just the right thing to do So there's the news from uh, Charles Major in Waxahachie. I just like saying that. Waxahachie, Texas. Uh, after we did a really fun little conference with a gang of people. Really good time. I mean, we had a really good time, actually. And it's always fun to talk to Charles. And it's fun to talk to him about, you know, all the things that are changing. The, the way the world is becoming different and, and his expansion of what they do. Or maybe his is is. Maybe the wrong way said the expansion of what they're doing and how they're making it happen, and how they're just growing by leaps and bounds. I think we should probably touch back into Charles and see how the uh, times three effort goes after a year. Or so I'd really like to kind of follow up and see, and I'm sure he'll let us. I mean, I don't think that'll be a problem. Follow up and see what that looks like and how that played out and what things happened and made it go. And, of course, our HPRCT, it really is a great chance to get together with each other. And that, my friends, is probably worth it uh, in and of itself, if you ask me. I mean, and you're not, but if you did, that is what I would say. The chance to get together is worthwhile. So if you get a chance, I would highly, highly recommend visiting HPRCT and uh, hanging out with us. That would be good, too. Until then, um, stay in touch. If you've got ideas for the podcast, I'm always wide open. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. The numbers are just consistently good. I mean, a lot of people listen to this, and, and I think it's it's great because it's an opportunity for us to talk to each other. It's not so much about the junk I talk about. I don't know if that's even very interesting, but it is very interesting to get together and talk about the world in which we live because that that world has lots going on, and there's lots happening. So I'm always uh, I'm always up for it. Any good ideas? I did get a really good suggestion 
around um, uh, sort of discipline and accountability. And that always kind of comes up. But if you've got any strong ideas on that, I'd, I'd like to open that one up a little to the uh, audience to see if, uh, if in the pod community we've got some ideas and thinking about that. So, so there you go. So that's the podcast for today. Learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. And for goodness sakes, you guys, be safe. <laughs>